wake your ass up it's the morning beer podcast grab you a beer some chips and a cigarette and let's enjoy this motherfucking day hell yeah only people that drink malibu are bad bitches with chips on their shoulder i mean am i right or am i wrong anyway yes queen um so what's up everybody welcome to the morning beer podcast i'm your host Derek, the nice guy rubbera um, today we got another Deschutes beer we're going to try out. We got a couple things we're going to try out today. We're just going to have a fucking great day, man. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm so, I'm, and I, I apologize if the podcast is so late, man. It's a it's a day late than it's supposed to be. Which, you know what I'm saying? But I've been giving y'all two episodes a fucking week, so don't fucking cry, man. What the fuck? This is my podcast. I do what the fuck I want. Alright, so let's jump into this beer because uh, I know, um, I don't know, man. I just, I just know that I want to try it and it's... That was really good. It's the shoots obs- ob- obsidian. Oh, oh, fuck. The shoots obsidian stout. Um, yeah, I think that's how you say it. I don't fucking know how to say it. It's spelled O B I S I D I A N. Um, definitely check it out. It's from Bend, Oregon. I tried the last few podcasts. I've tried. I drank some of the shoots and everything, and it was pretty fun. But this beer smells like um. Like a clean coffee roast, kind of like a cold coffee roast. I have a little bit of hops aroma to it too. Um, like a rich malty coffee. I mean, can I say it like that? 6.4 ABVs, 55 IBUs. Um, it's another Deschutes brand, man. I had to put another Deschutes on here because it's the only Deschutes that I didn't have in the variety pack. So I definitely had to try it. Let's Let's try it out, man. Wow, that's pretty intense. That's an intense, like dark chocolate roast taste with a ends with like a bitterness kind of. But like, man, it's 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 great. It's a good beer. And kind of tastes a light vanilla too, like kind of sweet. Mm. Definitely a great morning beer. Definitely a great morning beer. And of course, the appearance is it's really dark colored. It's a dark, almost black colored. Um, the head is like um, almost like a it's kind of like a white creamyish color, sandy head. It's kind of like a sandy head, like if I could describe it better myself. And it's it's a great beer, guys. Like this is definitely a beer you guys should really go out and try. If you're wanting to expand your horizons on beers and whatnot, you know. Now, what would I rate this? What would I rate this? Oh, man, fuck, bro. Like, never really been a stout fan until now. Fuck, it's, this is tremendous. This is, this is maybe a 10 out of 10 for me. This is a 10 out of 10 for me. Um, Deschutes has not let me down yet, bro. This is a great fucking beer. Uh, I love this beer. Um, I think I'm going to, I'm definitely, I'm glad I got the six pack. So I'm definitely going to finish the six pack today since I am off on this Thursday. Thursday, the, um, what, 18th? of March, so I'm definitely going to probably finish this six-pack. I bought this last night, and I was just like, man, fuck it. Let's try this beer, man. I really want to try I've been wanting to try it for a while, so big shout-out to Deschutes from Bend, Oregon. I don't even know where Bend, Oregon is. I don't even know where Oregon is, I don't think, but it's a great fucking beer, guys. It really is, so um, if you're definitely looking for a great beer, a great stout, if you're a stout fan, Deschutes is where to go. Only, my only problem with Deschutes is 
all the brands is it's it's so good that it's gonna higher your standards for like other beers, you know. Uh, it you can tell it's like a medium bodied beer too, but um, it definitely hires your standards for other beers. The shoots would definitely hire like your standards are like let's say your standards are low. You try the shoots, it's gonna shoot them way up, and you're gonna act like you're better than everybody. Like. The other day when I was hanging out with some of my friends, they're like, uh, yeah, Derek drinks the fancy beers. He passes pinky out when he's drinking them. I'm like, ah, fuck y'all, bro. So what? Like, but definitely, definitely, man, it's a fucking great beer. And the other, speaking of the other day, man, we, uh, filmed, um, we filmed something pretty fucking awesome. Me and the guys, I actually got to go hang out with Alonzo and Chris. Big shout out to them dudes, man. Those are fucking great dudes. Um, they came and scooped me up Sunday morning and we, um, we went down and, you know, this film something fucking great. It's called Camp Aggression. I don't know if y'all heard of it yet. It is on um, my, it is on, um, well, not my channel, uh, Cuckle Chuck's channel. Definitely check that out, Camp Aggression. I, not the one I filmed, I was I was in, but I wasn't really in it. I was, just, I was more like behind the camera, which is cool because, like, for the first time in my life, I, got to, I actually got to be behind the camera because usually I'm about, like, hey, what about me? Look at me. Look at me, you know, and. But like I was behind the camera, I got to watch this go down. This is, this was one of the greatest things I ever seen fucking film. I really enjoy the camp aggressions. You know, you know, y'all know Chris from um, he was on episode um, what episode was he on? Like fifty something. I don't know. He Chris Alderetti, of course, a good friend of mine. He a uh, life wax dude. Um, he has great videos. He, his videos are single handedly the greatest on Cuckoo Chucks right now. So. Dude, dude does a good job. Dude uh, has this camp aggression thing going on, and it's freaking tremendous. It really is. It's if if you like to see things blow up, then you definitely need to check this out. It's really entertaining. I think it's like it just goes to show you how awesome things are from like um, what you call it, um, just just how awesome things really are, man. Like you know, it really does. It, it shows how fucking fun fun life is. Um, and like how this quarantine has everybody locked up and shit like that. So why why not just like I don't know if quarantine's still going on, cause, but anyway, um, just how everything, every, this whole year has had everybody fucked up, man. Just watch, watch some camp aggression, man. Get that aggression out. Get that, uh, get that aggression out. Just watch it. It, it makes you feel good. It, it, you laugh and have a great time. And they're short little videos, man, but they're fucking awesome. So definitely be on the lookout for that as well. The new camp aggression. I will share it on my um on my Twitter, which is King Diesel 7 If you want to follow me, if you do not want to follow me, then you can fuck yourself. So, oh man. So what I was getting to is um. Uh, so it's been a week out here in Texas since so they uh made people not be able to wear masks no more, which is cool, I guess. Um, it's cool because everybody can actually have their choice now and stuff like that. But there's still people, man. Still fucking people. Just, oh, you're going to get my freedom. It's going against my freedom. Going against my freedom. You know, and like it was going against my freedom. And I finally told one the other day. I said, look, man. Uh, yeah, that's what I said to him. But I said, look, man. I said, going against your, you know what's going against my freedom? Is listening to you talk, sir. Listen to you talk about how masks are going against your freedom or going against my freedom as well. And my freedom is to, like, you know what a great freedom to me is? Is not hearing these people talk. Not hearing their TED Talks about how, how great my mask is, everybody think my goddamn mask around, my mask touched me in a powerful spot. You know? And, I, like, I, and, like, and everybody's like, you're a jerk for saying that to him. What, for hearing his voice is killing my freedom? You know when something bad just hurts your fucking ears? That's what it reminds me of. So I'm like, look, dude. Look, bro. 
It's understandable. This is what I wanted to say. It's not even 10 minutes into the podcast. I'm already going to start talking about fucked up shit. So if you don't want to hear fucked up shit, please turn it off now. I'm tired of getting these fucking emails from people telling me, oh, Derek, and tweets and shit. People telling me, Derek, you shouldn't have said that on your podcast. You shouldn't have said that on your podcast. Why did you say that on your podcast? Now my kids heard it. Now my kids are saying, motherfucker. Well, you know better. Okay. Do like all my friends do. Tell me to shut up. Tell me to shut up before I start talking. But just tell me to shut up or just like turn it off right now. So I think the reason why people are mad about the mask is. And I think the reason why this guy's mad. This is what I wanted to tell him. But I didn't tell him. Everybody thought said I sound like a jerk where I said you're going against my freedom for uh, listening to you talk. Which it is. You know, listen to you, sir. He's going against my freedom. But this is what I really wanted to say. I wanted to say. Does the mask, when you can't breathe behind the mask, does it remind you of that time you went to your uncle's house? Does it remind you of that time when your uncle was, hey, I'll babysit him and your parents drop you off, sir? Does it remind you when your parents dropped you off in your uncle's house and no one was there but your uncle? So he, as soon as that your parents shut the door and they drove out of the driveway, you were stuck with this man. This man, you know, maybe your father's brother. Or maybe your mom's brother, or maybe just a maybe just your your aunt's husband. Were you stuck with this man? He's a large man, drives trucks. Or maybe he works construction. Who knows? But he had rough hands. Were you stuck with this man as he as he as soon as everybody left, he invited you over to the shed to show you some cool stuff because he's been nice to you all day long. He was giving you cake and food, and everybody was having a great time. Until he whooped his dick out. Yeah. Yeah. And he made you do things to him. Was that what what it reminds you of, sir? Does that remind you of the time your uncle touched you? But he was gentle with you because you're his kinfolk and he didn't want to hurt his kinfolk. Does it remind you of that? My uncle raped me. You know? Does it remind you of that? Does it remind you of... Does the mask remind you of how... And then how you told your cousin and then your cousin did the same thing to you? Does it remind you of that? Does it remind you of you cried to your aunt? And guess what? She did the same exact thing to you. I got raped. I got raped. The mask got raping me. The mask got raping me. That's how his voice sounded to me. Like, that's how his voice has sounded to me. Am I, am I going too fucking far here? Then you told your parents. And guess what your parents did? They did the same shit to you. Does the mask remind you of that? Did they take your freedom away? They didn't really take it away, sir. Did the mask take your freedom away like your uncle did that day in the shed? You kind of liked it, though. It was kind of cool. It's kind of cool actually getting attention for once because no one in your family ever gave you attention. Wasn't it cool? Wasn't it cool? I don't know. I'm just saying. Who gives a fuck? That's what, you, that's what when you talk about your freedom to me, when you talk about how, it, how these inconveniences are taking your freedom away to you, let this truck go by. But have, when you, people talk about these inconveniences and act like they're taking their freedom away from them, that's what it reminds me. It reminds me of someone raping my ears. Because I don't want to hear it. It's taking my freedom away. So, sir, did you take out the water? I did rape me. I did rape my whole family raped me. Is that what it reminds you of? I want to know. Because that's sad if it does. But, you know, like, and like, that's what I wanted to say to him. But I didn't. And all I said was, is like, when me hearing your voice is taking my freedom away. There's nothing wrong with that. Yes, bitch. 
So, like, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm just saying, like, my freedoms have been taken away, too. I didn't get a stimmy check. I didn't get a stimmy check the last two times. Taking my, taking your freedom away, sir. Why you come in here and usually you buy, you buy Bush Light, and instead you're buying fucking uh, Don Julio 1942 because you got your stimmy. You know? Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm in the wrong for saying that. Maybe it, maybe I did step over the line a little bit. I should erase that, but I'm probably not going to. Fuck it. Cancel me. You can't cancel me. I'm not binary. No one can cancel me because I'm not binary. Does that make sense? Well, does it? Yes. Yes, it does make sense. But, but like, like you know what I'm saying? Like, people people like, oh, well, finally, you know, been a week since Governor Abbott gave us some freedom. I said, who's Governor Abbott? I have no idea who Governor Abbott is. I said, oh, the one I call Governor Wills. And they get mad about that, too. Derek, you can't say that. You can't make fun of our governor, Governor Wills. Uh, the fuck I can't. Did he just make fun of someone getting raped as a child? Yes, I did. If you don't like it, turn it off. But it's just the way I do things, man. Like, you know, God damn, that's fucking horrible. And I had something funnier to say when I was in the shower, but I forgot all about it because I took a shower before I did this. You always got to take a shower. You don't want people to smell you through the recorder, man. So, but like, you know, um, you know, just do your thing, man. Just do your thing, but like, if, I think if you believe it, you should you should wear it. If you don't believe it, don't wear it, man. You know, that, that's what I believe in the whole mask thing. But don't don't burden people with your with your uh, TED talks about how freedom ring. Let freedom ring while I take my mask off. Let freedom ring. Let the white dove sing. I don't have to wear a mask because it's Independence Day. You know, like and stuff like that. Like I don't, I don't want to. I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear about it. Okay, I gotta wear one because it's mandatory at work still. So I don't want to hear about it. I'm fat. I can't breathe half the fucking time. I'm having trouble breathing right now. You can probably hear me breathing like really hard on the recorder all the time, like <sighs> because I can't breathe. I'm so fat. Okay. Like, come on, bro. Like, and I wish my mask would touch me inappropriate like that. I really do. Like, I, like, like. I'm not trying to hate on you. I'm jealous. Like, fuck, I'm jealous, man. Like, when I was a kid, I'd just sleep naked with my butt in there. Hopefully someone would come fucking touch me, but no one ever did. No one ever touched Derek. It sucks. The masks don't touch me. I wear a mask when I'm sleeping so I can imagine how people felt that they can't fucking breathe and shit. Like, I, I don't know. And I put the mask in my butthole and shit. It's like, oh, the mask is touching me inappropriately. Here, it's in my butt. You know, all you see is like mask straps hanging out my ass. It's fucking great. I went too far. I went too far. That's my problem. I always go too fucking far. I go too far. I go way too fucking far. And that's one of my biggest problems. One of my biggest problems is I go I go extremely too fucking far. And it's just like people are like, whoa, calm the fuck down. Calm the fuck down, Derek. Please. Please calm down, Derek. Please. Let the white dust sing. Let everybody know that today is a day of reckoning. The day we took the masks off was a week ago, and we've been living free ever since. COVID has not overtook my body yet, but I am still checking. I, I, I'm still checking. And the funny thing is, people are still wearing masks. You know, people are still coming in the store, are still wearing masks, because we still have to sign up. And they'll ask you, why don't you take that sign down? Well, we're still encouraging people to wear it to keep ourselves and other customers safe. 
but we're not making it mandatory for y'all. Now, for our vendors and for um, for our vendors and um, fucking what you call it? Yeah, it's mandatory. Sorry, but and for us, it's mandatory in my job. But it's it's it, it's not no big deal. Like I don't understand the big deal. I don't understand it. Like you know, saying they're well, they're taking our freedom away little by little. You don't have no freedom. You have no freedom. You understand me? You have no fucking freedom. Like, let me explain. The only freedom you have is to get your ass up and go to work. You work your little nine to five and every once in a while, stop at Taco Bell and get you a quesadilla. You know what I'm saying? That's the freedom you have in this country. You don't have no fucking freedom. Okay? Simple as that. You got the freedom to pick your kids to fucking school. That's what you have. You have the freedom to take your kids to school. That's it. You have the freedom to go to fucking Jack in the Box or go to fucking... I want Jack in the Box so bad right now. But you have the freedom to go to Jack in the Box or you got the freedom to go to fucking Taco Bell or you got the freedom to go to the convenience store and buy you a pack of fucking smokes, but you have no fucking freedom it's, uh, ever. You have freedom when you're at work. Think about it. When you're at work chilling, I'm chilling at work. <laughs> and everybody at work is trying to tell you what to do. You gotta, you gotta listen. You gotta listen to some guy. Is it, you think, you think I have freedom because I gotta listen to some guy talk about how the masks were taking his freedom away? You think that's freedom? You think that's freedom? Because if it's freedom, I would have told him that the mask molested you like your uncle did in that shed in 1964. No, it's not fucking freedom. Okay, we have our little bit of freedoms and these, and and we have these fucking um, how do I put them? What was that word? Then we have these little inconveniences that make you think you're taking your fucking freedom away. Simple as that. These little inconveniences like wearing a mask in the store. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like like, like women's rights. You know what I'm saying? Inconveniences. <laughs> I'm just kidding about the last part. But these little inconveniences, and you think these little... We're so, we're so bratty. We're so fucking bratty that we think that uh, it's taking our freedom away by saying this, by doing this, by doing that, by doing that. By do, you know what I'm saying? Like by, by our government telling us to do this. Like, look, man, they already took a lot of our fucking freedoms away. If we were free, if we were truly free, we could walk around in the fucking woods butt-ass naked and do what the fuck we want. That'd be awesome. We would be living like hobos, pretty much, man. If we were really fucking free. Those are the free people. Hobos. So, you're sitting there talking about freedom... You don't even know what real freedom is. We don't know what real, like, we have freedom. We have more free, like, I love this country, man. We have more free freedom than a lot of other countries do. Yes. But these little fucking, um, these little, little just inconveniences that we have that we think that's killing us is not fucking killing us. It's a little inconveniences like, oh, my Wi-Fi didn't work yesterday. And I don't, I have to wear a mask when I go in there to talk to him about my Wi-Fi. It's bullshit. That's an inconvenience. That's not a freedom. That's not a fight against your freedom. Like I said, the only thing you're free about is to get off your ass every morning and go to work. That's your freedom. You know what I'm saying? That's your freedom. And to get on Facebook and fucking wish your homeboy a happy birthday. You know what I'm saying? Or or to go to Taco Bell or to freaking, you know what I'm saying? Those are the freedoms you have. You can't you can't go anywhere. You can't do nothing. You can't do nothing. This ain't the Wild West. You can't pull your gun on somebody. That's another thing, too. Everybody thinks that... Uh, they, think they think they're safe when their favorite party is in the office. Little do you know the same guy is spitting the same fucking shit to you. Just in a different way of understanding. You know? It just is what it is, man. It is what it is, man. 
Simple as that. So the mask are not taking your freedom. They're not taking my freedom. The mask is taking my freedom. The mask is taking your freedom. The mask is taking your freedom, sir. Is that what it's doing? The mask, the little cloth mask that you wear. The little cute cloth mask that your wife Karen wears. It has like a picture of a flower on it. It has like everybody sitting there. And the mask you wear with a picture of a, of a, of brown and black people being enslaved. Is that what you wanted to have? Yeah. Well, it is what it is, I guess. So anyway, Morning Beer Podcast is brought to you in part by Cutting Up 254. Anything I say does not reflect on this man, by the way. Uh, Cutting Up 254, as my homeboy Mark is. His number is 254-226-9504. He mows, he weedies, he edges, he leaf blows. And this is a veteran-owned business, guys. You know, so your yard is always a reflection on your household, a reflection on you. So once you get Mark as a call at 254-226-9504. Low prices, guys. Low prices. You know what I'm saying? These are... um, like, these are great prices. You have them cut the grass. You you know what I mean? And you can take credit for it, too. That's what's the greatest fucking part about it. You go, like, oh, yeah, man, I mowed the grass yesterday. And all your friends are like, damn, bro, you're a fucking professional. You should do this for a living. But you know, damn, deep down, you're not a professional. Marcus is a professional. So once again, call Marcus at 254-226-9504. You know what I'm saying? And um, tell him that I sent you. No, I don't tell him that because he'd be like, ugh. But, oh, uh, yeah. So we're back to the show. What's going on, guys? Um, what's going on? Um, so anyway, I'm, I'm in the works of a documentary. It's called the No Man Documentary. It's going gonna, it's gonna to follow me in my day-to-day life. It's going to have someone like Samuel L. Jackson. Actually, Samuel L. Jackson, I called him. He's going to be the narrator. He's going to be like, this motherfucker Derek woke up in the morning. Derek, Derek decides to get ready for work, takes him a shower. Every day he prepares to say no to some customer. Hearts of Custom was Phillips. I don't know how the fuck Samuel Jackson talks. I don't fucking know. All I know is he says motherfucker, motherfucker, fuck, 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 fuck. You know, like I do, pretty much. Except, except with more coolness to it. He's Shaft. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, Shaft, I mean, Samuel Jackson, um, will ask me. We'll, we'll narrate the whole uh, the whole documentary. It's going to be great. You know what I'm saying? As Derek walks to work trying to pull his pants up every motherfucking time, this motherfucker... Can't keep his pants up, and his underwear gets stuck up his ass crack. So he has to stop in the middle of the highway, by the highway, and pick his underwear out his ass crack. It's good times. He eats his little Debbie stack on the way to work. Eating little Debbie, people driving by. Don't give a fuck. He's getting ready to say no. Gets to work, this motherfucker. All he does is say no. English motherfucker, do you speak it? That's what he wonders to a lot of these customers. But they come in, yo, you got any henny? And then he says, no, we're sold out. And they say, man, that's fucked up. And then some people are like, well, throw a fit. It's great. I think that would be a great documentary. It would be a lot better than a fucking Britney Spears documentary. Oh, save Britney. She's rich and everybody loves her. Now, have a documentary about me. Have a documentary about me telling people no all day long. All day long, just me telling you no. No, 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 no. Like, I think that would be the greatest documentary of all fucking time. Like, it would be fucking fun. It would be fun to film. It would be fun to people for people to watch on Hulu or whatever, you know, as, as you know, or you can watch about some celebrity that got fucking abused by their family and now they make millions of dollars and they want more money and they deserve more money. You know, or you can watch about me telling people no all day long. Uh, you know? 
you can watch me at work. You know, when someone walks in, they ask for a bottle of something, and I say, no, we're sold out. And you can watch their faces go drop down to just a sad, sad slimmer of a man. And as they walk off, they just look down on their life, and they think, damn, they are really out of my favorite drink. I only limit myself to one drink. Why? Why, God, why? Why, God, why? You know, that's what we should do. That's what everybody should do. You know, that'd be kind of fun, right? Wouldn't it be fun? Wouldn't it be fun? Wouldn't it be fun to like limit yourself to like one drink to come in and they say you know and you have to walk out all sadly? Like, like you're all sad. You're, oh. Like, wouldn't it be fun watching people get sad? Like, wouldn't it? Like, I think that'd be the greatest, the greatest documentary of all time. Because all these other documentaries are always like, Oh, this celebrity makes a lot of money and they're sad. I can't wait to see the Meghan Markle. I, I bet she's going to have a documentary on how she's fucking sad. You know, how life has been hard for being a billionaire. Man, it's fucking hard, bro. Or a millionaire. My bad. It's so hard. You're not a billionaire. Fuck, it's hard. Or you can watch the Derek Ribera documentary. Where Derek Ribera talks about telling people no and how awesome it is. How great is it to tell someone no when they expect to hear a yes how great is that where they get their hopes up? It's like a child. You know, like you um, you tell a child, you're going to get some candy, little fella. And they're like, cool. And they're like, ah, no, no candy for you. And they're like, oh, you know, that's how great it is. That's how, that's how, that's how it's so fucking satisfying, man. Like, I'm, I'm so satisfied with myself when I, when I do this. I really am. Like, I'm so happy. Like, you, y'all don't even know. And like when people, like when we come into the store and like, you know, like, why y'all out of it, man? And they'll ask you why. And you're just like. Uh, I, I don't know. And you're trying not to laugh because, like, their faces are, like, just just so... And now, since people, some people don't wear masks no more, like, you can see the pouty look in their, their, their lips, and the, the top lip starts shivering, or the bottom lip, I mean, starts shivering. And, and you can see... And you're just like, oh, my God, this is the greatest thing I've ever heard in my entire fucking life. And you're just so fucking happy. Maybe I'm a... Maybe I'm a sociopath. I don't know. But like I, I love it. I love so my the no documentary is coming out in 2022. You guys look out for it. I'm gonna film myself just telling people no. I want to go undercover. I want to work at places like Chili's. I want to work. At, I want to go undercover for a day and work at random places and just, and just tell people we're out of stuff. I, uh, go to like a Longhorn Steakhouse or whatever. Wherever me and uh Brandy and Kim went. Um. We all went there, and it was great. But I just want to be a waiter there for one day, just for one time, like for like 30 minutes. Just go there and be like, uh, yes. They'd be like, oh, yes, excuse me, Mr. Uh, sir. Do y'all have any more of this of 16-ounce steak? I'm like, <laughs> no. And they'd be like, oh, I had my mom, my heart set on it. Well, you got to have your heart set on somewhere else, sir, because we don't have it. And even if we do have it, I just want to tell them, no, we don't have it. Just for one time. Like, I love that. I love it. Oh, you know, like I, I love the I love the depression that hits you when you get told no. Like so, this is gonna be a great documentary, man. You know what I'm saying? It's gonna be a lot better than the Britney Spears documentary or the documentary about Casey Anthony or whatever I've been watching lately or the documentary about fucking OnlyFans. You know what I'm saying? And also, you can follow my OnlyFans as well. I'm I'm on OnlyFans. I do cook naked. I um do stuff like that. So like, but, but like you know what I'm saying? Like I think um. I think it'd be great to have a documentary where I could just tell people no all day long. Wouldn't it be awesome just hearing me tell you no all day long? Wouldn't it be great? It's, nah. 
just different ways to tell people no. Like there, so like you know they they'll have me sitting in the background. You know, how, like always has people set to the side, like a um, like you know you'd be there talking to somebody, and then they have you sitting by yourself talking. And you're like, you're like so Derek, how does it feel to tell people no? Like you know, I love telling people no. And this is a clip from it. This would be a clip from it. I love telling people no. Yeah, I love the way their faces deflate, and it just means me sitting, me sitting there like yeah, man, it's sad. But sometimes you gotta tell people no. Because people, people don't know how to take the word no. You know what I'm saying? So, like, people people just cry about every fucking thing, man. And it's great. It's tremendous. It's tremendous. It's, it's, it's a great time for me. It's a great time for old Derek. Oh, Derek. Oh, Derek. You know? Oh, Derek. You know? But there's one thing I was uh, happy about. Uh, I was so fucking happy, man, when I found out that J-Lo and Alex Rodriguez did not really break up, man. Dude, thank God. These people are great, and I love following their lives. This is so happy to me. I um, I love the fact that J-Lo and Alex Rodriguez did not break up, man. I was so freaking happy. Thank God. Thank God. Thank God. Thank God for these people. Thank God for the watch celebrities um, bang each other and fucking shit like that. And it'd be sad when they break up because you know they, they were never really happy in the first place. But thank God. Thank God for J-Lo and that big old butt. Well, she has kids, Derek, and they, they need a good father. Yeah, they do. They do, and I'm so happy that J-Lo is just fucking keeping it strong with Alex Rodriguez. You have no idea how happy I am. Because when I heard they broke up, I was sad, and I sat in my room for days crying. Uh, you know, people I stayed with had to knock on the door and put feed me food through the door and stuff because I would not come out of the room. I had to call in from work and everything, and I could not live my life. My life was just going downhill fast. I could not live my life. I was drinking myself to death and everything. Because I was like, J-Lo and Alex Rodriguez broke up. You know? I called my mama and told her about it. And she, she comforted me and said, it's going to be okay. J-Lo will find someone new. She always does. And I really thought they broke up. And it hurt my feelings. It hurt me so bad. I was... um. I couldn't I couldn't breathe for a couple of days. I didn't post on social media. I had to take a break from social media. It was horrible. I had to take a break from social media because J-Lo and Alex Rodriguez broke up. A-Rod, as we like to call him out here in the streets. I was so sad. I was so fucking sad, bro. I really was. I um, People I stayed with, I told them, I said, I don't, don't even bother. I wouldn't even eat. I wouldn't sleep. I lost... I lost like 30 pounds just sitting here in this room for three days thinking they broke up. And then, then it came out they really didn't. And I was so happy, man. I really was. I, I, I didn't know how to live after that. I looked, I went outside and I was, I was sitting there smelling the fresh air. And I said, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for J-Lo and A-Rod. A, a, a is his name A-Rod? That's what you should call Alonzo. It'd be kind of funny. Anyway, um, like Al, a, Alex Rodriguez and J-Lo. A rod gave her the rod, and I was happy that he gave her the rod. Somebody had to give J Lo the rod. You know what I'm saying? Because J Lo was just skipping around. Who the fuck is this? You know what I'm saying? Who the fuck are these people anyway? Like, why do we care? <laughs> Tell you the truth. Why do we care? Why do we care that these people break up and fall in love and break up and they always have these perfect fairy tale lifestyles and then all of a sudden we're broke up and everybody's all sad and you know like why do we give a fuck? Why do we give a fuck about that, man? I want to know. Like, honestly, because I really don't give a fuck. I really, like, it, it's like, um, 
it's like a um, it's like a continuous vortex with J Lo because she has sucked the soul out of all these guys. You know what I'm saying? All these men she's been married to and been with and stuff like that. And like, wasn't she with Puff Daddy or now he calls himself P Diddy? Like, once she with him, he's like, I need a girl to ride, ride, ride. I need a girl to be my wife. You know what I'm saying? Like, that guy. Remember that guy? I need a girl to ride, ride, ride. Like, well, that's Usher singing, I think. But, I don't, uh, but P. Diddy, like, was rapping. And he's like, I need a girl to ride for me. What is up? Blah, 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 blah. And he was like, I think he's talking about J-Lo. But, like, she was already on the, net, like, 55th boyfriend that she has since him. She was like, sorry, uh, P. Diddy. I'm moving on. And, you know, he said he did it wrong or whatever, blah, blah, blah. But, like, you know how it is. If she was a real bad bitch, she would have stood with P. Diddy. As he made a song called I Need a Girl. But it's awesome. I don't even know who she was big with since then. But it's been, like, a lot of dudes. She's, like, she's almost like the next Thanos where she's collecting rings from all these men. But she's a good actress, so I liked her in Selena and stuff like that. But... And I liked her in that one movie where she was running from that guy that beat her up and stuff. And she's like, I'm an innocent woman. Like, the, pretty much the premise of the, of the movie was like, I'm an innocent woman. And I did nothing wrong. And now he wants to beat me. I was like, oh, that's horrible. That's that's a horrible that's a horrible movie, actually. That's actually fucking horrible. Why the fuck? And she's only trying to kick his ass. And she ends up beating his ass. She's like, yes. I became a fighter. Like, over like a, a month or two, you become a badass fucking fighter. You know what I'm saying? Even though you're... Um, uh, you know, I don't mean to put it like that, I guess. But, you know what I'm saying, I was, I was just fucking happy that they were still together. I really am. It, it made my lifestyle. It made my life better. It made my life a lot better since they're together now. It made my life a lot fucking better, guys. It really did. I mean, my life has been fucking shitty. And my only thing, that, only thing that keeps my life together is celebrities getting married and stuff like that. So, like, I'm really happy about that. Like, I'm really happy that celebrities are fucking still fucking out there and still getting married and stuff. And, you know, and, and as I sit alone in my room and I think about that, and I'm like, oh, this is pretty fucking awesome, man. I really like the fact that, um, guys, I really love the fact that celebrities are still together. I really do. I, I Like, you know, and, and hopefully one day I'll have a relationship like J-Lo, you know? Hopefully one day I'll be in a relationship like that where I can be like 30,000 fucking marriages and shit and I can just like run around and be sad and like, you know, and then everybody will feel sorry for me. Like, oh, you're getting married again. Yay. Then I, then I break up with them. It's like, oh, you're not getting married. That's so sad. But then it's like just a rumor. We're not breaking up after all. And then everybody's like, yay. It's like, ain't you fucking 50 years old? Really? Ain't you 51, 52 years old? You shouldn't be breaking up. <laughs> Once you're that old, you should just stick with it. Fuck it. Stick with it. Why are you breaking up? Why are there rumors that you breaking up? Are you that dysfunctional? Once you hit 40-something, it's time, it's, time, it's time to stop it, man. It's time to stop. If you can't find someone to settle with, just be alone. You know, like the 20s and 30s are for being dysfunctional. The 40s are not for being dysfunctional. You know? Speaking of dysfunction, I had a family member actually block me on Facebook because... Get this, I don't follow their same beliefs. These same people that preach freedom. These same people that always are preaching freedom are now are now just just mad at me for not believing in the same thing they believe. Big shout out. He knows who he is. I ain't gonna say his name. But he took me off his Facebook because all the things he sent me, all the crazy conservative things he sent me, I did not agree with. Imagine that. Oh, imagine that. 
Imagine that. Because the only thing I agree with is J-Lo and A-Rod getting married. That's the only thing I'm waiting for in this world. I don't give a fuck about politics. But he always sends me this stuff. This a family member on always sends me this stuff, and he and he always talks about freedom of speech and practicing your freedom. But then as soon as I practice my freedom, I'm off his Facebook. I'm off your Facebook now, buddy. God damn it. That that's one thing about these guys. They always preach freedom. They always preach freedom, and I know I keep on going back to this. But but then when you t- uh, talk about something against them or that that they don't agree with. You're a bad, bad man. I don't need that negativity in my life. I don't need these people telling me that these Republicans are fucking me in the ass while the Democrats are trying to fuck me in the ass. Okay? I don't need these people telling me that. I don't need Derek Rivera telling me that, making fun of me getting molested when I was a child. And let me tell you one other goddamn thing, Derek Rivera. You think you're fucking smart? I'm going to take you off my goddamn Facebook. I'm taking everybody off my goddamn Facebook that don't agree with me. But I stand for freedom and freedom of speech. Freedom of speech and I also stand for taking a goddamn gun. I wish you'd take that goddamn gun right there. And I'm going to tell you one goddamn thing. I'm going to tell you all another goddamn thing. I'm going to tell you all every goddamn thing there ever fucking will be. If Derek Rivera tries to take me off his guy, if Derek Rivera says something about his freedom, I will block his ass on Facebook. He will never be able to send me a message again. I will block him on Facebook because he don't agree with what I agree with, and I, and I agree with freedom. Derek Rivera agrees with saying whatever the fuck he wants to say, but not if it if I if I have to disagree with it. If Derek if I have to disagree with Derek Rivera, he's not standing for freedom. He's a fat piece of shit, and that's one goddamn thing we gotta tell. One fucking thing right there. He's a fucking bleeding heart liberal. I'm not a liberal. I'm not a conservative. Okay? I hate when people send me their like their pro left wing or pro right wing things and then they, they expect me to answer it. I'm not gonna answer you. I'm sorry. I'm too busy. I'm too important. I got a podcast. People listen to me talk. No one listens to you talk. You don't have a platform, sir. You don't have a platform. No one cares what you have to say. People care what I have to say. People care. What I have to say. People wait for me. People send me memes so I can share it because they don't want to share it on their own page because God, because they know I'm fucking hilarious and I'll have something to say that's hilarious about it. Do people send you memes? Do people send you memes to say something hilarious about? No. Do people send you things to hear about your opinion? No. They don't. You're a loser. I'm a winner. There's a difference, sir. There's a difference. I'm a winner. You're a loser. That's all there is to it. I'm better than you. I have a podcast. I have a public platform where people listen to me talk all day long. And I got people hitting me up quite a bit telling me how funny I am. And how awesome I am. Because I'm better than you. And there's nothing wrong with that. Just take your place as a crazy old man sitting in your house by yourself masturbating. Messaging people on Facebook about how crooked Joe Biden is. I'll get on my podcast talk about how crooked Joe Biden is and how Trump should have won. It's over. It's been months now. It's over. O-V-E-R. Over. I think that's how you spell it. I don't fucking know. I've been drinking. So, people will listen to a drunk with a podcast before they listen to you. Think about that with your life. What have you successfully done to compare to Derek Rivera? Nothing. Nothing. You had kids, good. They're worthless too. Well, not really. I love the kids, but 
you're nothing to Derek Ribera. No one is anything to Derek Ribera. And I'm sorry to fucking say that. I have a public platform. You don't. People listen to me talk all the fucking time. People hit me up to want to know my opinions all the time. No one hits you up. No one cares about you. Who are you? I can, I'm not going to say your name because I don't want to give you no publicity, sir. But take me off your Facebook. There's a bunch of y'all that do. Even my own family takes me off their fucking Facebook after a few t- after a few times of me ranting and yelling. Because of my podcast hurts your feelings. Or because of something that I posted hurts your feelings. Or because I make a meme lord cry today. Because I say something in the meme. It's about their meme and they get sad. Take me off your Facebook, sir. I don't give a fuck. Because there's one thing about you that you need to know about me is. I'm a bad motherfucker and I'm cool as fuck. People like me. Every day of the week, people like me. People hit me up every day. Someone just hit me up. Want to know my opinion on something. Want to know how I'm doing. How I'm holding up. Well, they probably just care because I'm fat and out of shape and stuff like that. But people want to know how I'm holding up. People don't care how you're holding up. Do they care? No. Do people care how you're holding up? No. Do people hit you up to want to know, hey, what do you think about what's going on in the government? No, they don't. Except for your old boomer ass fucking crowd of people that only care about what you say. People, everybody cares about what I say. Generation X cares about what I say. The boomers care about what I say. And I make fun of them half the time. Generation millennials care about what they say. And also whatever is after millennials like me as well. Everybody likes Derek. So, as you sit in your house and you, you talk about how crazy I am on Facebook and how everything I post is just so mean... And how I don't answer you back when you send me a post about how um, this and this, how you're how you're pro freedom of speech, but then the only ones that care about us is the right wing. You are a loser, loser. Like in the words of the wise man Jim Carrey, you're a loser. That's all there is to it. Like I'm sorry, I don't mean to be rude, but I am rude. And you do not have a public platform to say things on. I do. I'm Derek Rivera. And I have a fucking public platform. And I don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? People listen to me. I have like fucking a lot of listeners. It's crazy. People are like, yo, Derek, you have a lot of listeners. That's how I know. Between YouTube and Anchor and Spotify. Yeah, I'm pretty fucking popular. I'm cool. People like me. Like... People don't like you. People don't. People people think you're stupid. People people have told me you're stupid. A lot of you people, a lot of you people that share that stuff and get mad because I don't agree with it, it's because of one thing. People t- told me a hundred times this person's stupid. Why do I got to deal with this stupid person? They probably itch their butt and smell it. That's how stupid you are. You know. People are stupid. People want to hear things I got to say. People want to hear things about people like Bill Burr got to say. I am on that level. I am on the level of Joe Rogan. I am on the level of Bill Burr. I am on the level of Joey Diaz. I am on Tim Dillon's level. I am on all these fucking levels. And you are just a guy that don't have a level. Because you're, you're below it. I am on that level. I am Derek Rivera. And I'm the Morning Beer Podcast. And I'm the nicest guy alive. Because that's who I do. You know, speaking of Bill Burr, 
You know how they set him up on the Grammys? Like, I think that, I think that, I really think they're trying to set Bill Burr up. Like, I really think there's a conspiracy trying to set Bill Burr up, man. I really do. They, like, like, they set him up on the Grammys to speak fucking, um, to say something about the Spanish Music Awards or some bullshit, some Mexican International Music Awards. Why Bill Burr? No offense, he's the whitest guy ever. Like, Bill Burr is the whitest guy ever. You know, they tried to cancel him a while back over the fucking Saturday Night Live thing, which was bullshit. He made the sad, he actually made me want to watch Saturday Night Live again because that show was so whack. But, like, he he made me want to watch that show again. Like, does that make any sense? So, like, because Bill Burr was on, like, oh, shit, they're going to have more of an open mind. Well, of course, everybody had a heart attack about it and took his, that video off, off YouTube. It was bullshit. Because I thought it was hilarious. Some people were like, dude, that's fucking bullshit. No, I thought he was hilarious. Then Bill Burr, of course, was on the Grammys, and they asked him to fucking um, say um, some Spanish name. I don't even know who the fuck it was. I didn't really get in too far into it. But I um, I was like, dude, they're really trying to set this guy up. A red-headed guy from Boston. From Boston. I think he's from Boston. I don't know. He's from that area. He's from, he's from where white people are made. You know, like one of them areas where white people is made. Like, you know, there's there's certain states where white people are bred and made, and that's where he's from. He he should not know how to say Spanish words. I'm sorry, and he is he said it. He misspelled it. He missaid it, and people got fucking pissy, and you know they were mad at him on Twitter. Blah, 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 blah. They're always mad at Bill Burr on Twitter. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like Bill Burr's a fucking comedy genius, man. Like there there is no. There is no fucking if ands and assholes about it, man. Bill Burr is a fucking comedy genius. Like, and I'm sorry that if they get the whitest guy ever to fucking say something, does it offend you? Like, one of my friends asked, does it offend you, Derek? I said, not really. It doesn't offend me. It doesn't offend me that this white man couldn't fucking pronounce something Mexican. You know? <laughs> like, look at him. He's, 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 he's white people. You know what I'm saying? He's like, when you picture white people, you think of Bill Burr. You know what I'm saying? So, like, like, that's what I do. Like, every time I think of, like, the stereotypical white man, I think of, like, someone like Bill Burr. You know what I mean? So, anyway, like, they like they try to hate and cancel and shit like that, which is stupid. And people are always trying to cancel somebody. I think they're trying to set him up for something worse because next they're going to have him, like, in the BET Awards. You know? So, look out for that. Look out for Bill Burr on the BET Awards. He will be there on, um, he'll be like, oh, you know, like, I, I just don't, I just don't see it, man. I just, I, I think they're trying to cancel Bill, man. As somebody that loves comedy, I think that's bullshit. Because I, I, I've enjoyed his comedy, like, for a long time. Like, since, like, 06 or some shit, when I first heard of him. Like, he's been one of my favorite comedians. So, it was pretty much bullshit. Like, like and one of my friends sent me that. And they're like, what do you think about this, man? And I'm like, oh. I think he's been fucking bull. Uh, bu- I think he's getting bullied. And I think uh, cancel culture is trying to bully Bill Burr. I think, uh, that's what I think. I really fucking think that. The dude's a fucking badass, for one. Like, you know... Like they they always try to find someone like and they be trying to can they like it's so hard for cancel culture to cancel comedians. Like I remember they tried to cancel Joe Rogan and, and um Joey Diaz when Joe Rogan first went over to Spotify. They tried to cancel him and shit like that, and they tried their best and they couldn't do it because they were they suck man. Like they're not they don't like when you're a comedian man like you're above cancel culture. You're above it. Like unless you're Christy Leah and you like to touch little girl like groom little girls into fucking you know growing up to fuck you, then you're not, you know what I'm saying, now you're just fucking posting pictures of your newborn baby on fucking Instagram and shit, and, you know, but, and having all your friends betray you, but other than that, like, it's, it's pretty fucking cool, man, like, 
like as a comedian, like you can't get canceled by cancel culture. Like what the fuck? They try to cancel Joey Diaz or something he said like ten years ago, thirteen years ago or some shit. And it's like, um, for one, that's wrong. And for two, like how could you can you couldn't cancel him. You couldn't do it. They couldn't cancel Joey. They couldn't cancel Joe Rogan. They couldn't cancel Bill Burr the first time. They definitely won't cancel him this time. They definitely won't cancel him ever. They won't ever cancel Bill Burr. They won't ever cancel a real true comedian, like a real cool one. Like even Chris D'Elia came, came back, you know what I'm saying? Like he just took a break. He's like, I'll take a break for a while and come back. And that's what he did. And you know what I mean? So that's pretty fucking cool. I think, he, but like, you know, it is what it is, man. Everybody's trying to cancel everybody. Oh, there's one people I think they should cancel, though. It's the guys that are in the 30s. The legend of the wannabe gangster. Wannabe gangsters, not real gangsters. I know real gangsters in the 30s and they're still gangbanging. They're still doing the thing. That's what they do. But they still ain't left that wannabe lifestyle. You remember them back in high school. You remember this guy back in high school. He probably has a name like fucking, um, like Gus or some shit. You know what I'm saying? But like, you know, they call him G-Us. Man, yo, G-Us, what's going on, baby? And like, they're all like, they, they're they drowned by the effect. They're drowned by the effect they wanted to be a gangster so bad that they're trying to become one. That about now they're in their 30s. They're throwing up gang signs, holding up bandanas. They're fucking, um, every year they're a different kind, they're different target. Whatever gang strikes their interest, that's what they're throwing up in their gang signs. Like one year he was, one year Gus was a fucking, uh, or G-Us was a fucking, um, you know what I'm saying? Like, he was a blood. He was throwing up blood. You know what I'm saying? The next year, he was a crip. He, they always throw up typical gangs. They don't ever throw up gangs that are, like, you know, like, no one ever heard of. Or they don't ever throw up, like, other gangs. They only throw up, like, blood or crip for some reason. Like, it's always blood or crip. And I have nothing against bloods or crips. I know real bloods. I know real crips. Uh, great guys, actually. Um, you know what I'm saying? I know real GDs. All that. You know what I'm saying? But they're always throwing up the gangs that's famous at the time. You know what I'm saying? Like, 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 or whatever artists are listening to. Like, well, I'm a Nipsey Hussle fan, so therefore I'm a, I'm, I'm a crip. I'm crip. You know, or I'm a fucking, I'm, I'm, I'm a, a game fan. You know what I'm saying? Well, I'm blood, blood. What's up, blood? What up, blood? And like, they will, they will go as far as like, they're like the only person in their gang. You know what I'm saying? They'll go as far as like, trying to tell you how to live your life, man. You don't understand. And they're either like having a joint in their profile picture or they have like a gang sign popping up and you're like, dude, this person has kids, man. This person has kids. You remember him back in high school? He was a wannabe. You remember him back in high school? He was a wannabe. He was always trying to be B. You know, like I was a wannabe gangster in high school. People were like, you know, I want to be gangster totes, all right, can you remember? But I never threw up gang signs. There was never one time I threw up gang. I just dressed that way and I acted like a thug. I did what the fuck I wanted to do and I still do. But I'm not living that lifestyle. I'm not throwing up my gang signs on my hands and my Facebook profile picture. You know? I'm not like, yo, sup? You know what I mean? I'm not sitting there like trying to trying to live this fucking lifestyle as a basic fucking dude. Just basic fucking bullshit. And your girlfriend like the biggest basic bitch. She was like, and she's the only person back in your gangster lifestyle is your fucking basic bitch girlfriend sipping on Malibu as she's fucking, you know, calling herself a queen. My king and I are sitting there chilling. He ain't got a job. He ain't had a job in three years, but he's a gangster. That's what he does. Man. That's just him. That's just how he is. That's just how he is. He's a gangster. 
Like, we don't understand us. So they be driving some crappy, run-down fucking Nissan, 1998 fucking Nissan, fucking run-down box fucking car and shit falling apart, and they're driving through your hometown, fucking smoke going everywhere, and they're, they're bumping, like, some rap, new-school rap music because they, they want to keep up with the times, but they can't fucking do it because they're fucking too stupid. You know, like, these people are fucking everywhere, man. And they're always into the stuff everybody likes too. Like, like, like if it's new, they're into it. If it's something popping, they're into it. They're, they're always into something popping. It's lit, bro. Like they change their accents as the years go on. These fucking people will live in their wannabe gangster lifestyles. They ever, ever, every time a rap music comes out with new fucking slang, they're learning it first. They're always, you know, you're 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 in your late thirties, but you're still throwing up gang signs and holding the rag and shit. And you're not even part of a gang. That's the whole point. That's the part that freaks me out. Like you've never been part of a gang. You live in a small town all your life, and all of a sudden now you're throwing up gang signs and shit. Uh, you're 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 so much cooler than everybody because you're throwing up a gang sign. I don't understand it. And then, like, you, you try to say something to them. They're like, oh, you don't understand the lifestyle, though, bro. I've been out here hustling and grinding. Then why are you so fucking poor? Why are you still fucking poor? Why are you still living at your mom's house in the fucking basement or in the back room where she's tired of your stinking ass because you ain't had a job in two fucking years and you're broke and you're always bumming shit from people because you're a fucking loser? Simple as that. And like, and, and then you, you, you so much better than I. You're so much better than me. And like, and you, they, they be asking you, how you been, man? I'm like, oh, man, just working. <laughs> yeah. Sucks for you, bro. <laughs> I slept till noon today, and, uh, you know what I'm saying? My mom made me breakfast. It was pretty fucking crazy. I live a gangster lifestyle. Sometimes I don't even leave the porch, you know? Like, they, they sit on the porch all day just talking shit. You know, those people? Like, they're wannabes. They're wannabe gangsters. Like, they, they want to live that lifestyle so bad that they've seen on TV. They want to live it so fucking bad that they've seen on TV. And it's the only way they can escape reality is they just watch these fucking gangster movies or listen to... The, their fucking rap music, which is cool. I listen to rap music as well. I love rap music. Um, I love hip hop. I love rap. I love you know everything. But I don't. I don't try to live like the rappers. You know, so I don't try to live like them because that's not my lifestyle. It's not where I'm from. That's not what I did. I'm from the country. You know, what I'm saying I, I, like I'm from the country. I had a shitty childhood, and I'm fucking and I'm growing up to fucking be be an an awesome great person that people listen to. It's crazy. But they are from the country, and they wanted to be that lifestyle so bad. They wanted to be Ice Cube and Boys in the Hood. They wanted to be fucking, you know what I'm saying? Is that Boys in the Hood? Yeah. They wanted to be and don't be a menace to society. They wanted to be, you know, but they, they, they never could quite live that lifestyle because of where they're from, where they're stuck at, and the people they surround themselves with. So to them being gangsters smoking meth, to them being gangsters sitting back chilling, to them being gangsters slapping their girl around, to them being gangsters having this fucking fat white bitch fucking, I think she's fucking so cool. It looks like a goddamn, like I saw one came in my job yesterday. She had pink hair. She had a short shirt on with her stomach hanging. Whoa, so sexy. Having a bitch like that, a run down fucking car, it makes you gangster. And then God damn it, God be it, you are a gangster. But like these people, like you know, what I'm saying they live this fucking shitty lifestyle, man, and they and then they think they're better than you. Uh, you gotta go to work today. Working ain't for me, dog. Shit, I hustle. Do you hustle? 
Do you really hustle living in your mom's house? Do you really hustle looking down on me for having a fucking job? Yeah, I don't make very much money. Okay? But I'm not claiming I'm a gangster for it. I'm not claiming I'm a gangster. Yeah, gangster lifestyle. You don't know. I know what I am. I'm just a normal guy. I'm a clown. I'm an idiot. But I don't, like, I, I never understand how people don't know who the fuck they are. How the fuck they are. You know? I don't understand it, man. But, I mean, it is what it is, dude, I guess. So anyway, you guys um, have a great fucking time, man. I just had to get my little TED Talks out there. I had to take your freedom away little by little. I had to take your freedom away little by little. Because that's what I do. I'm Derek Rivera, and I love taking people's freedom. You know? So next time someone makes you ask you to wear a mask in the store, let them know that that is against your freedom. That is against your freedom. And give them an ear being about your freedom. Make them listen. They can't leave because they're on the clock. They can't leave. They can't just walk away because they're on the clock. So let them let them hear how you feel about the mask, really. Because we don't have to wear one no more in Texas. It's great. And let freedom ring. Let the white dove sing. Let everybody know that you're very free. You know, let everybody know. You guys have a great day and happy Thursday, man. I'm sorry the podcast is late. Episode 61. Y'all have fun.